الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا انه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا وقدوتنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وانتظروا نفس ما قدمت لغد واتقوا الله إن الله خبير بما تعملون In the name of Allah the beneficent the gracious the compassionate, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship and adoration, praise and prostration except Allah, the creator and sustainer of the heavens and the earth, and I bear witness that Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is as follows. Allah states in the Quran, in a reference to a beautiful ancient story this is a reference, beautiful reference to an ancient timeless story in the Quran. All of us heard of it and have memorized the name of the person, the figure the, the uh, hero that lies at the heart of the story, Prophet Yunus. And it's a verse in which Allah, and I translate, says, nuni and when the companion of the fish, then nuni is dhahaba When he departed, and I want you to really think of his condition at that time and put yourself in his shoes. Here are the words of Allah describing this story that he says you and I need to hear. <coughs> From thousands of years ago, Today, today, to, to, till today and, and until the rest of our journeys and all of time, till the end of the world, we need to hear this. Otherwise, there's no reason for Allah to record this. So he says, when the companion of the fish departed, escaped whatever he was in anger and in wrath, in a moment he thought, falsely, he thought, he had an opinion, that perhaps Allah would not constrain and withhold his provision. He thought, matters are in my control right now. And he forgot in one moment, this prophet of Allah, that Allah might constrain actually his provision and his mercy. Suddenly he was in darkness. Allah doesn't describe what it is. Suddenly he was in a darkness upon a darkness upon a darkness. Not one darkness, multiple physical and emotional darknesses. And in that moment, Allah tells us what he did. He says he cried out, cried out to Allah Azza wa Jal with one dua most of us know. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min Ya Allah, there is no one but you. Ya Allah, there is no one but you. Ya Allah, there is no one but you. Subhanak. Oh, how perfect you are. How perfect you are. I am a wrongdoer. I acknowledge and I admit my transgression. Allah says, we answered him. We answered him and took him out of the darknesses and the afflictions. And as such, we rescue and save all the believers. What is this about? 
I take you back in time to this wonderful, timeless story that has timeless lessons for all of us in our journeys of struggle so that we understand how to face all of our adversities and understand what else could be there that is causing us to be in this darkness, in this difficulty. What are those thoughts and beliefs Allah wants us to have and learn before it's too late? How can we face those darknesses and how can we emerge out of the most hopeless situations whole, devout, not having missed out on what we're supposed to learn? It turns out this story in its entirety is about one lesson. One lesson alone that even a human being, the Prophet of Allah, a Prophet of Allah, Yunus, didn't even understand. SubhanAllah, a Prophet needed to hear and, and needed to learn, and, and needed to learn in a land in a darkness. To learn this one lesson, you and I need it today. What happened in his story? What happened in his story, Prophet Yunus is that Allah sent him to a city called Ninua in ancient Assyria, capital of Assyria, modern day Iraq. Big, vibrant city. And Allah commissioned him to go and call these people who were wicked at the time to Allah. Call them to Allah. Remind them about why they're here on earth. Right? So he went out eager to invite and guide these people to Allah Azza wa Yunus salam was sent as a prophet to them and he called them day and night. Called them to Allah day and night. Except that they didn't change their ways and they were steadfast on their wickedness. And they rebelled against him. And they rejected him. And they gave him a hard time. What was his reaction? Relate that back to your experiences when you didn't meet the outcomes that you desired. When your hopes were not fulfilled. When people didn't answer you. When you made an effort with them and they gave you a hard time, including our families. All this stuff that happens in our lives that makes us so discouraged, so disheartened that we're not seeing the outcomes and the fruits of our labor. When we lose patience, when we say, heck with it, I'm out. I'm exhausted from this. I don't see the fruits. How often does this happen to us? You say, year after year, I'm working. Where is the result? So he was really discouraged by his own failure and the wickedness of these people. And he wasn't willing to wait it out. So he said, heck with you. Allah will take care of you people. Allah, you know, you deserve the punishment of Allah. I'm out. So he decided on his own, on behalf of Allah, that it was time to leave. But Allah didn't tell him to leave. Allah didn't ask him for outcomes. Allah says, go, don't take, take care of your thing. Your mission is to call. That's what Allah asked him. So here he is, a prophet of Allah, a human being said, nope, I'm out. There's no way out of this except to leave these wicked people and they are going to be meeting the wrath of Allah. So he departed in wrath, as Allah describes in the verse. Angry, upset, doubting. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? You know those moments in our lives when we question why things are happening to us. So he departed in wrath and Allah tells us further what happened, summarizing it in a verse. He tells us, so he actually ended up in a darkness. It's no longer an apparent darkness. It's real darkness. So what happened to him? Why is Allah taking him to a real darkness to teach him a lesson? So he departed in wrath, escaped from these wicked people, as he called them, right? And he ended up on the shore and he found a ship of sailors. So he asked for permission to join them. Can I join you, please? I don't want, I don't want anything to do with this land of wicked people. Can I please join you? 
the sailors were kind enough to say, well, come on board. So he joined them. Here comes the rest of the journey. Every single thing that happened in his journey was from Allah. And it was to teach him a lesson. So he ends up on the ship, and suddenly night is cast upon them, nighttime, and suddenly a storm grows up. And it starts to near the ship, and the waves start to turn. And the sailors become terrified. And here is the ship rocking, resembling the rocking of life around us. Rocking, hitting your heart. And they see it, ominous. Rain falling, winds picking up. And they start to become terrified and terrified for their own lives and for the ship that is about to sink. So they scrambled to cast lots because they didn't believe in Allah. They thought something is wrong. The gods are upset with us. And the storm and the seas need to be calmed. It is this awful omen that we need to get rid of. Who is bringing this omen to us? Who's bringing this misfortune to us? How often does this happen in our lives? It's my bad luck. Somebody brought me bad luck, right? These are the signs. And we start actually taking partners with Allah, even in this moment of, of doubt. So they start to draw lots amongst them to see who is the source of the omen. That was one of their practices. And Yunus reluctantly had to join. He had no choice. So they're drawing lots to see who it is that was bringing the bad omen. And the first time they did it, it fell on who? On Yunus. No accident. He's like, oh no, I'm a prophet of God. Like, what are they doing to me? So he said, no, 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 not fair, right? So they did it again. They drew the lots again, and it still fell on him. He said, not fair, no, not me. They said, okay, we'll do it one more time. Three times they drew lots, and every single one of those times fell upon him. And they're like, you're the troublemaker. You are the that devil spirit that brought us all this. We have to throw you off board. And they indeed threw him overboard. Hoping that the gods will be happy with them and the storms would calm down and the oceans would listen and be at peace again. They didn't understand it wasn't about to be peaceful. But yet, these themselves were soldiers of God, meant to throw him overboard. All for, for Yunus to learn a lesson. And he, they threw him overboard and he sank. He's drowning, it's a storm. And suddenly he didn't realize, out of the depths of the ocean, a soldier of God comes, called this big fish. God sends it to him, and it opens its mouth, it gallop, gallop, you know, swallows him up. One piece. And here is Eunice, in the midst of the night, a darkness, found himself in the midst of the mouth of a fish, big fish. Another darkness. And the fish sinks deep into the ocean. <laughs> Darkness upon a darkness upon a darkness. So he took himself out of an apparent darkness. Oh, I failed in life. It didn't work out. Oh, God, why did you do this to me? I'm out. Gave up. Too soon. Too soon. Forgetting who's in control. And now Allah physically took him to a real darkness upon a darkness upon a darkness. Layers of them. Get out of this one, Yunus. Get out of this one. So in the middle of that moment, Allah records what happened. Suddenly he saw Oh, I see it now. You know, oftentimes we learn about Islam, learning about Allah is in control, Allah is the one who is in charge, Allah is directing the course of action, Allah is the one who has a plan, whose time is different than your time and my time, 
who's directing is different than your directing and my directing. In fact, our directing of our journeys doesn't matter. It does nothing. Nothing. All the directing belongs to Allah. But we forget. Even when we're in Salah, we're forgetting, really, He is the one who's in total charge of everything. I just have to do what He's asking me to do. And surrender to it and be content with it. How often are we discontent with how Allah directs our affairs? It's hard. And we know, we become bitter, angry, and miserable. We start to doubt and be frustrated further and further. Allah's telling us, let me show how I'm going to teach you this lesson. I'm going to land you, all you and us, in a real darkness where there's no way out. And in that moment, your heart is going to see indeed that there is what? No God but God. Not by words. We say this all the time, but we may, we may not feel it. He really felt it. He suddenly became aware, subhanAllah, he is perfect. I really am in trouble. I really shouldn't have done that mistake of rushing, of doubting, and really surrender to Allah. But in that moment, he's not faking it. He turned to Allah, said, Allah says, in that darkness, and what did he say? Ya Allah, I really see it. Ya Allah. La ilaha illa anta. He said, no God, Ya Allah. I'm saying to Ya Allah, there's no God but you. What does that mean? Now I'm really seeing you're in total control. Now I'm seeing you're the one whose plan matters. You're the one who really orchestrates and ordains everything. And your degree is perfect. Decree is perfect. Your qada, even though I do not understand your will. You see, initially he rejected the will of Allah. He didn't understand it. And when you're not happy with the will of Allah, you start become, to become discontent. In that moment, he was so content and understood only the hand of Allah matters. And there is no way out of this except to turn to Allah and acknowledge my guilt. Saying what? La ilaha illa anta ya Allah. And he knows his heart. He's really feeling it. He's experiencing that moment of acknowledging the oneness of Allah. Everything depends on Allah. Everything needs Allah. And he saw his own need of Allah. Ya Allah, I need you right now. La ilaha illa anta. And then he says, Subhanak. What does Subhanak mean? You're perfect. How often do we say this? Ya Allah, you're perfect, you're perfect. But in our hearts, but your plans are not perfect. <laughs> Only if you give me this and this and that, it'll be perfect. Allah says, you do not know. You have no idea. You don't know how I manage affairs and journeys. You have no, if, you were, if it was left to you and me, we would wreck our lives. But you say it's hard. Yeah, you haven't seen the larger picture. We haven't seen the larger picture. If we saw it, if it was unveiled, you and I would be saying, Alhamdulillah, perfect. Perfect. His decree is perfect. His plans are perfect. And all the things he subjects us to are meant to teach us that. Perfect. Even though you decree it as evil. It isn't. And by the way, it's already been decreed. Measured out in the realm of the unseen. What we witness is the unfolding of the plans of Allah. That's it. It's done. We cannot change it. So Allah says you might as well be content. SubhanAllah says you're really perfect. And I see it right now. How many moments have come in our lives when we really saw that? When does it happen when you really, really see that you need Allah during times of trouble? Allah says it in the Quran over and over. And when they're suddenly in the seas and the storms show up, those who forgot Allah, who were discontent, suddenly say, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, give me out of trouble. Why are you not calling any dance? Because we see it in times of darkness. 
So he cried out saying, Ya Allah, you're subhanak, you're so perfect, that means your decree is perfect, your plan is perfect, I need you right now, no one to lean on and trust but you. And then further says, Inni kuntu min Oh Allah, I'm going to acknowledge my guilt. My mistake. What mistake was it? To forgive this. To take matters into my own hands. To declare that people are failures. And to rush out of the situation and escape it without Allah's permission. To not see that Allah has a bigger plan and you just need to be patient to witness it. You just needed to be patient to witness it. All he had to do is say, SubhanAllah, while he was in the city. SubhanAllah, you're perfect. Even if no one is listening, I know my efforts in the name of Allah will produce fruits. Allah will astonish me with how he does things because it's Allah. It is Allah. So what does Allah do? When he cried out for help and saw his heart, now Yunus learned the lesson. Okay, it's time for him to be released. So Allah commands the fish to look at this. Just as that fish actually saved Yunus, saved Yunus from the storm, by the way. The, the ship was still in the storm. Allah saved him, believe it or not, by making a fish swallow him, take him to the depth of the ocean. And he was saved without even knowing. We are, we're often saved even by troubles without even knowing. Because Allah uses things in extraordinary ways to save you and me from things we don't see. That's why Allah says, trust me, you don't see, you don't understand. But we presume to understand the will of Allah. Oh no, no, put conditions on it. Worse. So the fish, just as it saved him, and you say, what? Darkness saved him? Physical adversity saved him? Yes. Similarly, Allah commanded now the fish was a soldier of Allah. Even the fish is part of your journey. The bite of food. The random person that shows up. All these things that we cannot make sense of are all part of your and my journey. Directed by Allah. Just as you're directed by Allah for other people. You just you just do not see the relationships. That's that's what's so beautiful to turn to Allah and say, Ya Allah, you're astounding. You, I don't understand your wisdom and will and power, but it's infinite. It's amazing. It's perfect. So the fish rose to the surface with Yunus. And when it rose above the sea above sea level. It reached the shore, look at this, and delivered him to the shore and ejected him. Landed him on the shore safely. Wow, a vehicle used by Allah for that man. <clears throat> Telling him, you have no idea how I move things and used them for you. And he ended up on the shore, sores on his skin, so sick. He was just in, in the belly of a fish or in the mouth of a fish, Allah knows, it doesn't matter. He was in a fish. He landed on that shore, like, safe from the storm, safe from everything having learned my lesson. And that dua took him out of that trouble. Because it's a dua that really came out of his heart. And upon the shore, Allah doesn't stop. Just as he used the storm, just as he used the ocean, just as he used the sailors, just as he used the fish, as part of his journey, now he's going to use something else. He's laying on the shore motionless from the illness he has, and Allah starts to grow a tree in front of his eyes. And the tree grows these big leaves and fruits, and it shades him while he lays there motionless. So the, the, the tree now is a soldier of Allah, yes. We just don't see it. And then suddenly the fruits are falling from him. He starts to heal and eat and get better. And the sores are recovering. His skin is recovering. Days pass, weeks pass, and he's under there eating and being shaded. Care of Allah. 
care of Allah around us completely until he recovers and he stands up. Now he says, I understand. I understand. All that journey steered by Allah to teach him one lesson. One lesson. Turn up. He's in total control. Surrender. Be content. It'll put you at ease. And you shall see the outcomes of everything. And you're going to be very happy. So he gets up and by that time, time passes. Months move. And he decides, let me go back to Ninua. Oh, because I, I failed. I shouldn't have left. Let me go back and resume my mission without asking, without doubting. All outcomes is in the hands of Allah and it's all good because he's perfect. Now I got that, let me go back. He goes back into Nino and what does he find, find to his surprise? All the people in the city have become Muslim, they turn to Allah. Can you imagine his like, shock? It's like, what? What happened? Everybody? Everybody turned to Allah? It said that 100,000 of them all became believers? Yes. And he was so finally content, like, I understand. I understand the hand of Allah, how it moves. All I have to do is just trust and surrender to Allah. An amazing, extraordinary story, brothers and sisters. Of what it means when Allah tells us in the Quran, Allah I just ask you to turn and ask me with sincerity. Full awareness and consciousness that there's no one that matters but Allah. There's no source of life. Allah is involved in every detail, and He's not like, as they say, absentee landlord. Directing all the affairs. He's just asking you to move as He asked you. As He asked you. He understood in that time, subhanAllah, all I had to do is cry out for help with that sincerity and to really feel it. And Allah, in an instant now, took me out of all darknesses because indeed he was saved. He was saved with a dua, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Ibn, Ibn Kathir, the scholar, when his commentary on the Quran says, what happened even in the belly of the fish when, when suddenly, once that Yunus made the dua, but it wasn't just a dua from his mouth, from his heart. He saw the reality fully. It's fully right now. I see subhanAllah, nothing matters. And I need to let go of my own directing, trust in the directing of Allah. When Allah saw that, and Allah knows, not like he needed that moment to see. Ibn Kathir said, when he cried out, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kutubadhalimi, he said, the fish started to sing the praises of Allah. The fish itself was so happy because it's already singing it. Subhanallah, 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 the voice of the fish starts to emanate into the ocean. The little fish, he says, started to say, SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah. Suddenly it was a chorus of praise for Allah in the ocean. And it is narrated in a, in a hadith that the angels heard the cry of Yunus. And they said, Ya Allah, we hear a voice, distant voice, from a very, very familiar voice we've heard before glorifying it. We know this voice. Ya Allah, get him out of trouble. That's why Allah Azir says, If he wasn't among those who really turned to me before, I would have kept him there, imprisoned for the rest of his life. It's not your effort or our effort, my effort that gets us out of darknesses. Whatever the darkness is that discourages us, that disheartens us. No. It's really this full trust and belief in the power of Allah. 
And Allah wants to, wants to see it in our heart because it, it's what helps us. We bring our own pain from thoughts, from belief, false beliefs and doubts. All this journey of Islam, of faith is about this, just feeling it in our hearts. That moment in the belly of the fish mattered more than everything else in his journey. That's what Allah wanted, that connection. When you turn and cry out to Allah now, not doubting Allah will bring me out. Allah, Allah, I acknowledge my mistake. How beautiful it is to acknowledge our mistakes. Say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. But I really, I really genuinely mean it. Even with people around us, to acknowledge our mistakes, it's liberating. Imagine when you do it with Allah, say, Allah, I see it right now. But it wasn't about just getting him out of darkness. It's full trust. If you want to keep me in this, it's perfect. Perfect. Now in this picture, even the darkness was good. You say, what? What? Our darknesses are good? Yes. If they make us learn this lesson. We all want paradise without hell. Somebody said that you will never enjoy paradise if you've not been through hell. Indeed, afflictions, challenges, adversity in our lives is supposed to humble us. Allah says, Oh, it will humble you. It will remind you of the frailty of life, the, 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 the meaningless, meaninglessness of everything. It's not about this life because Allah takes it away. So He takes it away to remind us mm, it's all Him, and that's all that matters. This is a beautiful lesson. Beautiful story. Every single one of us is dealing with darknesses. We're engulfed with that. We, and we're forgetting. We protest against these darknesses, not understanding they're a soldier of Allah. To so all just bring our hearts to see that it's only the hand of Allah, and we just need to surrender. And as the Prophet says, the dua of Yunus, there is not a believer who asks Allah with that dua, except that Allah will get him out of any trouble they have. But not on our timetable. In a beautiful, extraordinary, mysterious way. Yunus got to see also the outcomes of his efforts. How often do we say, oh, I failed. It's not working out. Right? And we get out too prematurely and become angry. Allah says, you see, I saw Yunus who was angry. He was really angry, bitter. I saw him that the seeds you planted into the hearts of these people, here they are, they're believers right now. Don't declare judgment on them. But it happens when Allah wants it to happen. You already planted the seed, don't belittle them. Allah will use you, use me, use everything, including a fish and a bird, to get his outcomes. Alhamdulillah, he uses us in that way. And what a beautiful thing to walk, saying, Alhamdulillah, SubhanAllah. Hard to remember. So Allah reminds us through this story, reminds us through these reminders that we're experiencing right now. La ilaha illa anta, subhanaka, inni kuntu You say it right now with that full trust, and you see this, if Allah granted you that vision right now, you got it. It's a gift of Allah to you. Because we need it. No accidents. I'm even now just an agent of Allah. Allah just used me, just is using you to remind each other. That's it. Not my efforts. Not your efforts. Efforts of Allah. How beautiful is Allah. La ilaha illa anta. Subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Akhulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah al-azim wa li wa lakum
الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الخلق سيدنا سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين. In conclusion, there's a real purpose behind every beautiful reminder of Allah. Every single story is not just an ancient story. It's your story and my story. One of the most beautiful things about the story of Yunus is the reminder, even though he's a prophet, he doubted. He's a human being. SubhanAllah, that's beautiful. Because we give up on ourselves. Yeah, I'm horrible. I don't have faith. And I'm weak. Allah is telling Yunus made that mistake. Okay. As long as we learn. That even the darknesses, we have to be grateful for, yes. Yes. We presume to understand the will of Allah. Allah uses that illness, that challenge, that adversity you have, every single person around you to move you in the direction he wants you to move in. We just do not understand what is intended for us. We're too hasty, too impatient. It's okay. Allah says it's okay. As long as you learn the lesson. That that darkness and that difficulty right now you're in is good for you, actually. If you can turn to Allah and say, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalimin, don't escape it. Don't escape it. Otherwise, Allah says, as they do in the ocean, they cry out for help. They see, oh my God, Allah is the one who's moving the ocean and about, I'm about to sink. Ya Allah, save us, Ya Allah, save us. Then when he lands them on the shore, what happens? They forget. And they're back in the grinder of life, being angry and upset and discontent. There's nothing in conclusion more powerful to face the manifestations of the decree of Allah. Because Allah has already decreed everything. And then he created this life, and you and me in this life, and he's now going to manifest these, the outcomes of these decrees. The actual decrees, they're playing out in our lives. Every single thing, every single challenge. Nothing is going to change them. How do I face them then? How do I deal with them? Allah says, just be content with what happens. It doesn't mean no action, by the way. Move. Roll up your sleeves. Think. <coughs> Strategize. Use your energy. Whatever gifts Allah has given you, but don't decide outcomes. Hang in there. Don't escape it. Surrender to Allah even though everything is confusing and overwhelming. No one is listening. Children are not listening. Parents are not listening. Community is not Doesn't matter. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't escape it like Yunus. Otherwise, you'll land in bigger darknesses to teach you the same lesson. SubhanAllah, how beautiful is Allah. Who's so involved in our lives, so caring. Nothing is random. Don't be, don't, it's okay to be in these difficulties. Allah says, surrender to me in that moment. Turn to me in that moment. Trust my hand in that moment. Recognize that when you ask me and really cry out, really, really cry out, Allah will deliver you. Will deliver you and will take you to the destination to, to, till you actually witness yourself the outcome of everything and say, Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Yunus got it at the end. What a lesson, brothers and sisters. What a beautiful lesson. You and I need it. We need this dua, not just dua to get out of trouble, but to understand the purpose of the trouble. <laughs> to humble our hearts and souls to say, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min Young, our children need it as much as parents need it, as much as every single person in this life. This is the essence of everything. Let us repeat it right now. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت ظالمين. Let it be the lesson, inshallah, for all of us. The new phrase of the remembrance of Allah. 
trusting though in it. Don't never say, oh, I said it, nothing happens. Ooh, means we don't learn anything. We learn nothing. Allah said, not again. Do you need another darkness to learn it? Right? Allah will continue to do it until the last breath in our lives. Struggles will not end. They're all beautiful. Except the troubles we bring ourselves through forgetfulness of Allah. We ask Allah, Ya Allah, you are the most merciful, you are the most beneficent. You are the source of everything, Ya Allah. Make us, Ya Allah, acknowledge and see your presence, that your hand is the only hand. Make us surrender to you, Ya Allah, completely, with singularity of devotion, Ya Allah, with sincerity of devotion, that we do not forget, Ya Allah, that your plans have purpose, that your decrees have purpose, that even darknesses have purpose, Ya Allah. Make us trust in you completely when we're overwhelmed, when we're confused, when we're in pain. Then I make us produce additional pain, Ya Allah, upon ourselves and others. Guide us, Ya Allah, just as you guided Yunus. Guide us out of our troubles, Ya Allah. Make us supplicate to you with humility. Answer us, Ya Allah. Answer us, Ya Allah. Do not make us worship anything, devote anything, devote to anyone but you, Ya Allah. Make us among those who say, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-dhalameen. Indeed, we say, Ya Allah, to you, there is no God but you. Subhanak, you're perfect. We're indeed among the wrongdoers. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka. إني كنت من الظالمين وصلي لهم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وقلص